If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply feel discouraged or even defeated, and if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then the Zen Success Show is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa Sims. Welcome to this week's episode of Zen Success. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with El Hari. Hi, Hi. Hi. Look at that smile. You have such a big, beautiful (laughs) smile. I feel like the joy just bubbling outside of you for life and just helping others. What a gift you are to our planet. Let me tell you a little bit about Elle that is just scratching the surface of all of who she is. She is a number one international bestselling author, teacher, coach, and twin flame and ascension alchemist. Her true purpose in life is to guide people on their twin flame journey so that we can achieve self-love and abundance and ultimately reunite with their twin flame. I was so interested in this because I just have a different philosophy, but maybe we have the same philosophy and I just have to talk to you. So we'll have to see. (laughs) So her program has had a hundred percent success and she has helped thousands of people find their twin flames. Welcome, Elle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. I'm so glad that you're here. First of all, just for myself and the audience, what is a twin flame and why is it important? Okay. So first of all, our twin flame is the, is the person who shares our soul. Everyone has, and is a twin flame. It's how we're created. So our soul um, originates um, in 5d, right? Which is the fifth dimension we hear in the physical world reality as we know it is 3D, the third dimension. And the third dimension, um, it has an energetic paradigm of duality and opposites. So you can see um, there's like up and down, hot and cold, in and out, good and bad, light and dark. You know, everything seems to have an opposite. And opposites, uh, when it's duality and opposites like that, that is fear-based energy. So the, the third the third dimension paradigm is one of fear-based energy. Oh, Five interesting. D- I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So 5d though, um, is, is not like that 5d where our soul originates is everything just is, there's no opposites. There's no duality. It just is uh, and our soul is love energy. So it's just basically, love. right. Okay. So our soul incarnates here when we're born. Um, first of all, it, it comes here to the fear-based paradigm to the third dimension to learn about things, because in order to learn about things, in order to know like what's up, you have to first know what's down in order to, you know, yeah, what's relative to it in order to learn about it. Yeah. And so that's why um, we incarnate here in all of our lifetimes to begin with is, you know, to learn about things. Okay. And so um, when our soul experience things, maybe to feel, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, And when our soul incarnates here, it, it needs to assimilate energetically with the third dimension paradigm of opposites and duality. So it needs to make two opposites of itself. And in energetic terms, which your soul is energy, like everything else, opposites are called polarities. So it needs to create two polarities of itself. And so it has two physical bodies. So one polarity is in one 
one body of one twin flame and the other polarity is in the body of the other twin flame. And it's important because um, it's just the divine truth of creation and it's, it's how we're all created. And it, it, it really doesn't really matter to at all until you have um, you embark on the twin flame journey. So everyone has and is a twin flame, but not everyone is going through the chaos and confusion of the twin flame journey yet. <laughs> but um, so that's really when it matters is once you start the twin flame journey. Ah, I see. And that journey, do you mean like a person sets an intention to meet their twin flame or they accidentally meet them? (laughs) They don't know it or what? Well, yeah, no, it's nothing conscious. You cannot consciously going on this journey. Now, everyone has a twin flame. Everyone has probably crossed paths with their twin flame in every lifetime. There's billions of people out there probably married to their twin flames, working with their twin flames, living next door to their twin flames, whatever, but they have no idea they're twin flames. And that's fine Uh and that's perfect. Um, The thing is, you could, I mean, you could meet your twin flame um, and like almost immediately go on the journey, have soul recognition, or you could have been like high school sweethearts with someone Mm -hmm. and, um, catch up up with them again, like 40 years later or 20 years later. And we've had students do this. I I see. Oh my God. And all of a sudden then, you know, you have soul recognition, we call it, which is what, um, starts the actual journey of the twin flame journey. Ah, okay. Soul recognition, because do you feel like sometimes people could have been in a past life with this person and then have that, have that recognition or how is the soul recognition of the twin flame different than like, maybe you have like an attraction to someone, or you feel like, you know, them or they're familiar. Do you see or sense that there's a difference? See, I have so many questions. Yeah, um, there, there is a difference. First, I want to clarify, people say I'm with your twin flame, you feel like you knew them right away. That's not necessarily the case. You can feel that way also with with soulmates. So that's not just something that's unique to twin flames. Um, Um, Okay. You can meet someone. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to talk about soulmates after this. Right. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, that can happen with really anyone you meet. So yeah. it's not just unique to twin flames, although there's like a myth out there that that's what happens when you meet your twin flame. And that's, that's not necessarily the case. It can happen, but it, it doesn't have to. Um, but so, um, uh, so I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. What was the question? I'm sorry. Oh, like when you meet someone, sometimes there can be a recognition, but you said, yeah, that there is a myth that, um, you know, that you'll have this like, oh, I feel like I've known them forever, but not necessarily with a twin flame. Right, right. I'm sorry. Yes. That's um, okay. Right. Luckily, so the, I remembered. I we're, in the, <laughs> we're in the flow of 5D. I don't know if I remember. It's happening earlier today, too, on a call. I, I was just, I, I lost my, ch- I lose my channel sometimes, you know, and I, I just, it throws me off. I, I apologize. So, anyway. Oh, it's fine. Um, yeah. So what happens was, um, so with soul recognition, the difference between that is it happens on like a, the deepest subconscious level. So you're not aware when it happens. It's not like all of a sudden you have like this, this conscious recognition, like, oh, I know this person or, oh, this person, you know, we connect so well. It's not like that. You're not like hit with a bolt of lightning and it's just like suddenly, oh, there we go. You know, it's ah. not like that it happens on the deepest soul level. The soul recognizes itself and the soul is not mind. So, you know, it's nothing conscious. It's just happening. It, you don't feel it. You don't know when it happens. 
Even if you're deeply connected to your soul, could you find some place in your heart? Like, okay, this might be my twin flame. How would you know that you're going on this journey and that this person is your twin flame? Um, the only way to know is once, okay. So the energies, like I told you, they're two polarities, right? And uh-huh. so it's recognition, those become activated until then they're, they're dormant in each twin flame. And that's why twin flames can like be married for like years and not even know they're twin flames, but it's soul recognition, just that random moment when the soul decides that it's going to recognize itself. Um, those two polarities in each twin flame become activated and they build up, which is like this, this this climactic, amazing, like time when they're like drawn together, like magnets. And that's when they feel like, you know, those amazing things, like, like, you know, they've known each other forever. They feel like home. Wow. It's like no one gets them like that. The best sex ever, all that. Right. But then it reaches what we call tipping point where the polarities start to manifest physically and they manifest in a push pull. So one twin flame becomes the push energy. The other twin flame becomes the pull energy and the push energy pushes their energy onto onto the pull twin flame and the pull twin flame pulls away in tandem. So when that happens, mm. usually the pull twin flame, the push twin flames left there, the pull twin flame like ghosts them or blocks them mm-hmm. and like disappears out of nowhere. Um, and so the pu- push twin flame is left feeling, you know, just devastated. Like their souls, yeah. their body, they get, um, they can become very obsessed. They have what's called mm-hmm. core wound pain, which is which is some kind of pain in their heart. Core wound pain. Okay. Yeah. Wound. Um, and that's just what it's not really. Um, it's not a wound. It's just it's it's just what it's called. But it's it's the part yeah. it's the chakra in your body where your energy pushes out from your soul. Energy pushes out from your body into the physical world. And everyone says that. Um, so it's either your heart, solar plexus, or sacral chakra. Um, and you know, so it's it's the push twin flame that knows it. The pull twin flame is push twin flame that comes for help. It's mm-hmm. we work with push twin flames are the only ones that are Googling about it. The only ones that, you know, think about it really. I mean, mm-hmm. they're the ones left there being like, what happened? Their whole world's turned upside down. They don't know what happened. The pull twin flame, you think they don't care, but it's not like that. It's just the pull energy. I mean, the push and pull energy both controls the mind. That's why the push twin flame becomes obsessed and only focused on the pull, but the pull can't can, has to focus anywhere but on the push because their energy is pulling them away from the push, right? So it, it, they can't even like think about it really. They just go on their own way, sort of. And it's nothing intentional. It's just the energy. But so that's how you know. You know because there's really three signs. Um, it's the obsessive thoughts. It's the core wound pain, and then it's also this feeling of doubt. Doubt that this could be like you. You know, you know, you have this feeling in your deep within you and your essence that you know that this is something different, but it's just doubt that it could possibly be that. And the reason why is because doubt is synonymous with fear. And, you know, the push and the pull is um, duality and polarity, which is fear based energy, as we discussed earlier. So that's that's the three signs. That's how, you know. Ah, interesting. Well, can you have this without the twin flame? Because it seems like there is a dynamic in relationships in general where, you know, one person seems like a little bit more into that person, you know, or they're pursuing them and the other person's more aloof, you know? Um, I mean, I, I find that can happen. That dynamic can happen a lot in relationships. I, I mean, what do you think about that in general? Just not even if they're a twin flame. Oh yeah, for sure. That happens. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, we have push pull with everyone else too. It's just like, they're not, oh. um, one else is on the exact even friends energy. or acquaintances. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're constantly pushing and pulling. Our energy is constantly dancing with everyone else's. That's how everyone is relating with everyone else. If mm-hmm. you look at like energetic matrix of the world, it's like a spider web and everyone's That's like, and we're doing like, that. Okay. The only difference is the twin flame is the only one that shares your exact energy. So you push, they're right on the end, opposite end of that push. And, you, ah. and the twin flame is always the push. And the other twin flame is always the pull with each other. But with other people, you can go back and forth. They can go back and oh, forth. Oh, yeah. Like, you can oscillate. You can be one right. time be the push, one time yeah. be the pull. Okay. With twin flame, it's not like that. Um, and the difference is, and, it, and yes, it could physically appear uh, by physical appearance look like it's the same dynamic and it's the same thing that's going on but the difference is of what's going on on the soul spiritual level the energetic level um you know this is a journey of the soul with other people i mean they're soulmates you know there's it's you know your soul is learning things and you're still learning from them and mm-hmm. stuff but you know they're not your soul you know so it's it's yeah it's the same thing they're not showing you know it's it's just it's it's not about what goes on physically. Like we tell our students all the time, um, you know, this isn't about you're not going to be able <laughs> to figure this out on that third dimension. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't, right. It's a total shift of per- perception that they, mm-hmm. that you have to do it from the soul level. That's the way yeah. you have to put this journey. Yeah. Okay. So do we have only one twin flame in our lifetime? Oh yes. Only one twin flame throughout every lifetime yes. in our, in hu- all of humanity. Wow. That's deep. It that's feels like it is. I know. Yeah. It feels like a romantic movie, <laughs> you know, like yeah. the journey for the twin flame. Okay. So then what's the difference between the, you talked about a soulmate. Mm-hmm. So now can we have many soulmates and what is a soulmate? Yes. Thank you for asking this question. So a soulmate, yes, we, we can have many soulmates. The twin flame is the person that shares your soul. The soulmate is anyone else. Everyone else, every other living <laughs> being is a soulmate to one degree or another that comes oh, into your life. Oh, interesting. And includes, yeah, it includes um, lovers, like which is the most common, you know, thought mm-hmm. of a soulmate, but also family, friends, you know, coworkers, neighbors, the stranger, uh-huh. to some little degree resonates with your soul. I and see. even pets and animals. So, I mean, it's like pets and animals. Wow. And it's like, I never thought about soul soulmates being all that all encompassing. Yeah. Because it's whatever, uh, you know, it's another mate of your soul. So it's any, anything that comes into your physical world somehow resonates with your soul, your soul's energy. Right. And you're always emitting that out into the universe, right? Like your energy, like everyone else is. And if something resonates even to a little tiny degree enough to like, drive by you in a car. I mean, that's a little bit, tiny degree of a soulmate, right? Mm. Yeah. So it's, well, it's yeah. Pretty- I mean, you say, right, but I never thought about it like that. Oh. <laughs> so, you know? yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, any, it's a mate of your soul. So any, any other soul that comes in into, into your um, reality. Yeah. Into your reality. Okay. So interesting. So you could, just because someone comes into your life doesn't mean they're supposed to be your partner. They can be a soulmate, but it could be they're in your life temporarily. So, because as we shift and change, like our vibration changes and we might attract different people into our lives, right? Exactly. Yes. That's exactly right. Cause our soul is shifting and then we're emanating a different message to the world. 
because you're shifting closer into alignment with your soul, which is your truth. Your soul's always there. It's the only thing that's eternal. It's the only thing that's ever there. Right. Mm. And then so through this journey of life, um, exacerbated by the twin flame journey and the ascension process, but even so just throughout every lifetime, as we learn, and as, as we learn, we shift closer and closer incrementally into alignment with our soul you know, just as human consciousness, as it rises, that's what it's doing because consciousness is synonymous with soul and not with fear and your mind and your physical being, right? Like the ascension process, ascension will be when we're in full, complete alignment with our souls. And that means we're devoid of fear. We're completely fearless and we're totally in alignment with love. But, you know, your soul is, is, it is an energetic vibration. It's a frequency of love. And within that, there's many different frequencies that make up love. So it's like peace, bliss, abundance, um, your passions, your true soul's purpose, all of that. And even the teeniest, tiniest incremental shifts closer into alignment with that cause could cause major shifts in your physical reality. Because as you do shift closer into alignment with your true soul, which is the most powerful energy in the universe, you're going to be broadcasting that out there more, right? And, mm-hmm. and so then attracting more things that resonate with that truth of you into your physical life. Yeah, that's so amazing. That's, that is really warming my heart because like I attracted you in my life and like in, with my <laughs> podcast, like they're just like the most amazing people that I could ever imagine. And because like, I opened up that creative place in my mind to share more with the world, then I'm aligned with all these incredible people and resonate with them. So yeah, that's super cool. And it doesn't have to be necessarily just like my husband, you know, or my kids and everything. And it's all of them. Yeah, for sure. It is. You resonate with everyone that's in your, in your life at any, to any degree that they are for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even the people. So now I'm going to give like little, like looks of people like driving by (laughs) because you know, it's so interesting that you said that, you know, even the people driving by, because I was thinking like, sometimes I feel a connection and I'm curious, like what, I wonder what they're doing. (laughs) And like, why am I curious? It's because like you're saying that soul connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like everyone's in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you don't know what that reason is, if your mind can't conceive of that reason, your soul has a reason and a purpose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, your mind can't conceive of anything, (laughs) like hardly anything that your soul even is, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. Or beyond it's mind blowing, quite frankly, your mind would blow. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And and then how do you relate this to spirit? Do you have a uh, difference between soul and spirit? Because I feel like they're different or do you feel like they're the same? No, I feel like they're the same. I feel like um, there's just our soul okay. and, you know, that's just, you know, our soul, we're basically, um, that is who we are and everyone is a soul and we came from one source mm-hmm. but, you know, we have all like, and like kind of like a family tree from the source and we have soul families the same um, soul group of souls that we incarnate with in every lifetime usually. And they're usually family members in the physical world as well, you know, or family members of our twin flame. Cause they're also our soul. Right. So our one soul has soul families that incarnate, but that's, that's what I, what I was told and think 
I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what your definition of spirit is. If it's your own soul too. I mean, you could call it spirit, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. I, I feel like, um, as we're ascending that they will merge, um, right now, the way I see it is that, um, that the soul's a communicator with our spirit. Um, and our spirit is like this, like a look, this grander part of ourselves and that they work together and that, um, as we ascend, they start to become one. So that's my opinion. Um, okay. yeah, yeah. The, of the soul. And, and it's like, when I, yeah, when I, when I do my healings, I bring in the soul and the spirit of someone. So, so we all work together for their highest and best good. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the myths of twin flames. I feel like, I feel like, oh, it's just this romantic notion that is, um, idealized. And if we just love ourselves and connect that we can live our best life without connecting with the twin flame that, I mean, that's kind of like what I've always thought about a twin flame. Like, Oh, why are people talking about this? And it's no biggie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's biggie, but not for the reasons that probably people think, I mean, it's not about romance. It is not romance. If you were looking for romance, find a close resonant soulmate, seriously. Yeah. 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 So this is so good that you said that because there is a myth that it's about romance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it, you know, like I said, in that whole, that first part, when, as soon as you have soul recognition and you're drawn together, like magnets, it can feel like the most sweep you off your feet, romantic thing ever, but that's not what it's about. I mean, that's very short lived for the whole compared to the whole journey, right? That's the, I mean, the average is six weeks that people are like, you know, the twin flames before they repel when that happens. So, um, and then you might never see them again because they're repelling. <laughs> is that true? Well, that's what we work with people. So they do get to see them. They oh, do see them. okay. Okay. But it's not just to like, you know, jump back into some romantic like relationship either. You see them again. So for they come in so that you see the twin flame, see um, there's another myth that the, it's not really a myth, but it's, it's misconstrued that the twin flame is your mirror. And, mm-hmm. and so people think like, Oh, so my twin flame thinks this or, or likes this or feels this. So that should be what I'm doing, but no, it's not nothing on the physical is what you share. You share the soul, same soul. So whenever your twin flame comes in, they show you a part of yourself. And that part is within you, not what the twin flame is doing or saying or thinking or feeling. It's your fear-based energy that comes up. And so that's the part of yourself. Your twin flame shows you that you're meant to see, and then you alchemize and you transmute it into love. And that causes you to shift closer into line with your soul, like we talked about. And then that's part of the ascension process. The twin flame journey is part of the ascension process. So it's not about romance. It's, it's work. It's work that your soul is requiring you to do. You can't ignore it. There's, there's no way you'll be able to ignore it. And it's just, but it's beautiful. It is a blessing, but it's, it's necessary work of seeing yourself, accepting that part of yourself without judgment, which is love. And then that's how you love yourself. You, You accept it without judgment and and you shift closer into alignment with yourself. So mm-hmm. that's when they say you have to love yourself. Um, that's what the loving yourself is. It's not love like in the in the physical world version that we we are taught what love is. It's an energy, it's your natural state of being, or your true state of being is love, because that's what your soul is. And it's shifting closer into alignment with that. It's, so it's an energy, it's this it's energetic space of being. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Any other myths that oh are- yes, there's lots of myths. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So uh, I, probably one of the biggest ones out there is, is that separation. We're in separation. My twin flame and I are in separation. Well, yeah. again, I may- heard somebody yeah. talking about that yeah. recently well, about separation, like that causes yeah problems. Well, yeah. And like people, you know, there's, it's one of the stages that people have that you have to move through these stages to go through this journey or something like that. And there's no stages, there's no phases. You can, I mean, you're in total charge if you just learn what to do, you know, you don't have to do, you don't have to do any of these stages Um, other than soul recognition, but that's not even a stage. It's just, you know, the moment that it happens. But um, so separation, it's like when you're, it might appear, but to the physical senses that you're separated, right? But again, that's not the level this journey takes place on. You can't approach this journey from that level, even though that's what we feel comfortable doing. That's what we're used to doing. But that's the point of this journey. It's it's raising you up out of that perception. That's part of the ascension process. You're rising up out of that. And so, um, you know, like, so you're never separate. You're one soul. And it's the strongest energy that exists. You're like an energetic field that you and your twin flame share with no one and nothing else in the entire history of the cosmos. There's no way anything can separate that. You can't separate, you know, an energetic field. You can't separate an energetic wave, especially one that's that strong. I mean, it transcends time. It transcends dimension. It transcends, you know, everything. It's just, there's no, there's nothing that can, there's no boundary that can stop it. So there's no separation mm. and, and be separated from your twin flame. You'd be separated from yourself and you can't separate from yourself. How do you separate from your soul? You can't do that. You know, mm. interesting. That's yeah. Oh yeah. And, and so is your latest book twin flames exposed? Is that your latest? That was my first one, actually. That's your first book. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome. So what did you, did you want to talk about any other books that you wrote? Um, well, actually following on, on the whole love thing, I wrote a book called love exposed and it's not, it's not, you know, about twin flames. It's about, um, love and how we can shift closer into alignment with ourselves and really find love. And just about how, you know, the physical world definition of love, you know, it it isn't, it isn't really what love is, you know, love isn't a verb. Love isn't, you know, that's, that's not what it is. Love is been misused, right? (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, you know, it it works, it serves its purpose for, you know, physicality and all, and that's fine. But, you know, physicality is fear-based and for a fear-based definition of love is kind of an oxymoron because fear and love can't coexist. Fear knows nothing about love. You know, they're they're totally mutually exclusive. So, you know, for fear-based people's minds and whatever to come up with what love is at some point, you know, early in our like, you know, evolutionary history, you know, that's, that's not true what, what love really is but anyway it's so love exposed will take you through like things on how to like you know how to actually work with your energy and shift closer into alignment with your soul that was my second book and then my most recent book was savvy spirituality oh, and that's just cool. for people who aren't really even spiritual yet but you know just just to tell them you know help take them through like the basics of spirituality and and you know how to like intentionally create really but not from your mind, but from your soul, because your soul is everything you desire and it's more powerful than your mind anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah so those are my three books. I'm coming out. It's been five years since I wrote Twin Flames Exposed. And oh, so wow. the anniversary edition is coming out later this year. Oh, that's great. Maybe that's what I saw on your, okay. on your yeah. site. Well, that's congratulations. Thank you. That's so exciting. So, um, so everybody buy her books and, and also the savvy spirituality that's, you know, that's not just for beginners because you have a lot of 
wisdom that could be for intermediate and advanced as well. So I just wanted to say that was your intention. I know to help people along saying you're not alone, you know, let me hold your hand through this process. But, um, you know, there's still a lot of deeply spiritual people that are still having problems (laughs) with the process because it's intense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know. Well, it is, but it's a process, you know, and everyone's exactly where they're meant to be at every moment, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's perfect. And and here's the thing. You can never go backwards. It might feel like it. And I I know it can seem like it in the physical world can make you think like you're going backwards, making no progress, but that is simply not possible. Mm. You know, soul will not allow you to go backwards. You you can't unlearn what you know, you know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, you can't spiritually, you can't unlearn it. So you're Mm -hmm. never going back. You know, and every day, more and more people, the more people that become more conscious or raise themselves up in consciousness a little bit or make that little incremental shift helps raise everyone else, the collective consciousness up as well. So everyone's constantly, you know, you're constantly going forward. You can't go backwards. So I know it can feel like it and your soul will not allow you to stay stagnant. It will not because you're here for one reason that is to keep learning and keep, keep progressing. So when you redid this twin flames exposed edition, did you add more wisdom to it? Like how, how did you change it and update it? So twin flames exposed, um, it was just to expose the most common myths. Um, and in so doing, talking about what twin flames really are and what's really going on, um, at the time, this was five years ago since then, I mean, this whole sector of Twin Flames is just blown up unbelievably. Um, and, you know, it's become- Is it in the media? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's media. really hot and hot topic right now? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a hot topic. You know, um, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been interviewed by Nikki Swift to talk about when like machine, um, Megan Fox and machine gun, said her machine gun Kelly were Twin Flames and stuff like that. You know, like, yeah, so it's very much in the media now. Um, a lot more so. Um, I think there's some like Amazon TV thing coming out about Twin Flames that I was consulted on, stuff like that. So there's a lot more going on about this stuff. Oh, um, wow. That's good that they consulted you. Right. It is because <laughs> you know, if you just Google about Twin Flames, 99% of the information out there about it is like these myths or misconstrued or uh, completely yeah. just not right and wrong. And I mean, that's fine because, you know, people, people, like I said, like to look at it from how they're used to looking at it, which is only on the physical senses and what's going on. This is real life. What's going on here? But it's not, this journey is about the soul and it's the only way to really, you know, approach it. So my new book, my second book, my, or my, the, revo- uh, the updated version, I should say, of Twin Flames Exposed. Um, it's it's just, it's new, more, more myths have been like created since I wrote this first one five years ago. So I'm just adding more of the new myths and, you know, just, just kind of going to dispel those. I haven't really written it yet though. So um, I'm in the process, but it's going to be, so it's going to be the first book mostly. And then just stuff added to it. No, that's great though. Um, because it's so important to just keep updated and fresh. And, and if you come out with it again, then people can buy the latest version. And uh, so that's awesome. Yeah. So did you, Oh, go ahead. No, I know. I was just going to say it is very important for people on the journey to, um, you know, not be caught up in all of the um, 
you know, incorrect information. Cause what that does actually is we want that feeds the fear-based energy, the very fear-based energy that's pushing out and pushing your twin flame away and causing your obsessive thoughts and your pain and everything um, that's feeding it. And so what we want to do, what we teach people to do is to not feed it, <laughs> to stop doing that. But like all this other like information and myths and all this other stuff coming in is, um, you know, it all does is it, it works against what, you know, really you want to try to do on this journey. Yeah. So that is really important. You need a guide like that, uh, to help you stay focused and on track. So uh, do you have your own story? Did you find your twin flame? Yes. Well, um, we met, (laughs) yes, we had soul recognition. Yes. So it was nine years ago and, um, we met, uh, randomly at some bar and was this a love interest? Um, not at that time. No, not the first meeting. Um, but we met again in like a month later and actually it was like, no, it was, it was three months later. Wow. It was three months later. And, um, then it was like, yes, we were like, you know, drawn together like magnets and he like moved in with me for six weeks and then he bailed, he ghosted. And it was like the best six weeks of my life. You know, I was like, oh, um, Wow. Happened. That's so sweet. That's the best six weeks of your life. And then, (laughs) well, but then, you know, the leaving, it's like, I felt like, I mean, my core wound is in my sacral chakra. So if I felt like I was disemboweled, like my soul had been pulled out from there, I couldn't function. I couldn't do anything. I was newly divorced um, right before I met him. Yeah. Um, And I uh, was single mom. I got full custody of my kids and they were like, two and four at the time. Oh and my God. I just little babies. I know. And I couldn't function on them. I couldn't be the parent. I knew it. I could tell, I could see myself, but all I would do was go drop them off at preschool, come back home and lay on my floor and cry for like 10 hours straight. So I had to go pick them up again. And it was just, I couldn't focus on anything. I was a lawyer before this. I couldn't even focus on my, on my, my work. It was just, I couldn't do anything. I could, all I could do was like stalk him on social media till he blocked me. And then like call every <laughs> psychic, every spellcaster, every, I called a voodoo mambo, my therapist. I was like driving everyone crazy all the time. This, this went on for six months. It was like torture. It was like, it was hell. And then Six months in, I finally, I called like the 13th psychic <laughs> um, on this call in line. And she, I told her, <laughs> I remember like, those. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the story about again for the millionth time. And she was just like, oh, it sounds like you're twin flames. And I'm like, what? And she, oh, was, that is so cool. Cause you know, back then it wasn't all in the media or anything. This yeah. was nine years ago. She ignited like, your destiny. Right. So then I Googled twin flames and two things came up Two people. So now it's like pages and pages, but two things. And the first one was this lady named Leora who lived in Australia. And okay. so I was able to go onto her website and book, book, you could just, I could just pay book her right back to the site and book sections with her. So I had one that night and, you know, she saved my life. She's the one who taught me everything. Within oh two my weeks, God. That's so her. beautiful. Oh my God. Yes. She said within two weeks of working with her, um, I was, I, I was totally like functioning normal again. I could focus on things, you know, I could be the parent my kids deserved everything. And then within three months of working with her, my twin flame who had blocked me, told me to F off, moved in with another person, like a week after he ghosted me was started like hitting me up again, blowing up my phone, moved out, broke up with that girl. I mean. It was, it was just amazing. And then I continued to work with her every day for, 
for two years straight, every single day. I'm talking weekends, holidays, you name it. We, we, we worked together. And then what happened was she got sick and she passed away almost two years to the day when I started working with her. And then that's what, that's what, um, and then a year after that, and then, so her website was still up for people to buy her teachings and stuff. And after for a year, and then after that, it was taken down. And then, so um, that's when I wrote Twin Flames Exposed because I was like, you know, she saved my life and there's gotta be other people going through this. And yeah you know, now they can't, they're missing her. They don't have the, her help to do anything. So that's when I wrote Twin Flames Exposed. And that's all I was going to do and continue on my, my, my merry way. And all these people found me on Amazon and started reaching out to me. Please help me, please help me. And I didn't know that I could. I mean, I, I've, I've worked with, I've luckily I've, <laughs> I've magnetized in some very, very awesome, you know, business and success coaches to help me to give me the confidence to be I'm like I can't coach people with this I'm Leora she spoke she channeled the archangels in our meetings and stuff you know I I don't do that I don't talk to angels you know I was like I can't do this I'm a lawyer and you know but you know they were like you can you can this is you know and I I, yeah it was my purpose and so that the rest is just built you know that they say you don't find your purpose your purpose finds you and I see a lot with our students too like all of a sudden like they're in one career when they start our programs and then Oh, you know, their clear senses open up or something as a result uh-huh. of the journey. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, I, I, I need to be helping people with my mediumship or whatever it is. Right. And, and so it's really beautiful. Your, your purpose finds you a lot on this journey, you know, yeah. shifting closer into alignment with it. That is your soul as well. Oh, that's amazing. So are you married now? No, I'm not married now. Oh, I mean, okay. in one divine thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I was married. I was divorced. I, I don't have no desire to ever get married again. Oh, okay. But are you, do you have a partnership? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's better. <laughs> Cause I almost, I almost feel like marriage is I'm married, but I feel like it's an old paradigm Yes. and, uh, that partnership, I feel like is more enlightened, you know, it's part of where we're going. That's my opinion anyway. My opinion as well. It's well, it's, you know, marriage was created. It's a man-made institution, right? Created originally to oppress women. I mean, back in like the dark ages or whenever it was created. Okay. It was to oppress women. And, um, and I mean, now obviously that's not the case, but it's, I have videos on this and people, it just, (laughs) I bet you get a lot of about what love really is. Love is actually freedom. And to put like, you know, I don't know. Marriage is almost like, like you're imprisoning, not like you are, but you know, you're, you're right. You're, you're you belong to someone. You belong to someone. Right. It's more yeah. of like possession. Right. Yeah. And like, I, I don't even wear my ring. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I see a lot. I know a lot of people that don't do that because they're just like, it's like, I'm not, it feels yeah. like they own you. Right. Or yeah. you're, you're and that's not love. Love is freedom. Actually. It is. You know? Yeah. You're right. And yeah. So free, free, set them free. <laughs> Sing. <laughs> if you love someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Set them free. I love that. So true. Yeah, it is. And, you know, and even the whole concept of like, you know, rules in the relationship or, mm-hmm. you know, monogamy. Now monogamy can happen naturally, like where, you know, you just, but, you know, to have a rule, like, oh, you know, I don't know, stuff like that. Just putting rules is against the whole mm-hmm. concept what love really is, you know, that's fear mm-hmm. bait trying mm-hmm. to control and like, and like possess and, you know, hang mm-hmm. on to something and attach and, you know, and hanging on to something is fear-based, you know, mm-hmm. freedom. Is love. Yeah. So it's, it's, like a, 
since this journey, I've, I've learned, you know, that's my, been my, become my opinion of all of that. Mm, yeah. So when you found your twin flame and you had this connection again, did you feel like it helped you achieve some of the things that you help your clients achieve, like that self-love and abundance and, um, and all that? Um, well, without my twin flame, I wouldn't be on this journey, but um, oh, I feel yeah. like I, no, I, she, well, he helps me, he helped me, um, all twin flames help. They play the role of, they show you your fear-based energy. So more of that, that you oh, see alchemize and transmute into love, the more you shift and the more you, you know, you achieve all that other stuff you mentioned. Mm. Um, so yeah. And he did indirectly. He doesn't, you know, he didn't, wasn't planning. He didn't intentionally do <laughs> He has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so cool though, because it's like, yeah you know, just to have that concept of this person that, you know, in, in the 3d world, you think, oh man, they're just a jerk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or, or whatever. But, but it's like, he played such a powerful role in your destiny and who you are. And on this journey of life, it's just, it's just incredible to have that shift in perception of things that, that happened yeah. to you. Yeah, for sure. And people come in, you know, and rightly so I was there too, like just distraught and angry and pissed off and their twin flames, you know, narcissist and all this other stuff. But, you know, it's when you look at it from on the physical level at first it is, but then as you balance and, and, you know, first of all, your twin flame comes back, you magnetize them back. And then secondly, it's like, you just realize, but you get to the point where it's okay if they're not even back. And then that's when they're back, right? It's a paradigm. Uh Yeah. And it goes with that whole letting go of, of feeling like you need them or want them. That's all fear-based energy. And so as soon as you get to the point where I'm good, I'm whole complete on myself. Yes. You know, that is the, I am joy. I am. Yes. You know, that is the place. Yes. I am love and you're whole and complete. And, you know, actually, you know, to be honest with you, I used to, I love my solitude. I need to take time out away from him, away from everyone and just I'm right there with you sister yeah Yeah. um because I don't need people you know I used to feel like I needed people around me all the time and I couldn't be Mm -hmm. still you know I'd go out like to the next party and do whatever you know and like and you know no I I just I love the lockdown I loved it my students we loved it we're like oh you know this is so nice you don't have to like deal with anything else out there yeah it was it was peace I felt I felt peace I know yeah. a lot of people had difficulty with that, you know, it was difficult yeah. for a lot of people out there in the world, but you know, with us, we were just, you know, we found, we already were peaceful within ourselves, you know, you right. find that. And then no matter where you are, no matter what's going on outside of you, it's always there. Mm. Yeah. And do you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't want to give you too much pressure, but like Leora, like her legend lives on through you. Yeah. Um, I, well, I mean, I, her legend, I feel like I was, um, I've been bestowed with, um, you know, passing yeah. on her legacy, continuing her legacy for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I talked to her, anyone who follows our videos or my podcast or anything, they know, you know, she was my teacher and who she was and she's just beautiful. And, you know, she's, she's with us here now she's with us. Um, when we, um, you know, anytime I, I, you know, have calls with my students or do videos, I mean, you know, I'm channeling her. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, she just started coming to me and one of my students who is very spiritual, she was like, you know, oh, you know, you're channeling Leora and it's, it's, it's interesting because I mean, people, 
I mean, I've been asked questions so much and, and like so, so many different situations come up with my students that, you know, I didn't talk about with her, but yet somehow I know the answer, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. like their cognizance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she's always helping. She's always here still guiding. I guess she's doing it through me, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, I didn't make any of this up. Like I didn't create any of this. This is all her own downloads. This is all based on her teachings and, you know. Yeah. yeah but now you're it. getting your own downloads. Like you, you oh, yeah. <laughs> are ascending and the claircognizant, but, but they're not all from her. I, I just want to say that there is a part of you, the divinity within you that is also expanding on them. So. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> FYI, just, thank that's you. my opinion. So, so do you call yourself an ascension alchemist and what is that to you yeah so a twin flame and ascension alchemist but twin flame is part of the oh that's part term. of that it's like another term okay got it well it's it's a congruent term because twin flames the ascension process encompasses more than the twin flame journey but you know the twin flame journey is part of it mm-hmm. um right so it's like um so Ascension, so ascension is when, like I said, when we're going to be totally 100% in alignment with our souls, that means we're total love energy. We're fearless. There's no fear energy based energy and fear based energy is what tethers us to this physical 3d world. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we, when we reach ascension, we're not going to need anything um, in the physical world, not even our bodies. Right. So we're not even in water and food or anything when we reach full ascension. Right. Um, But, you know, in the meantime, we ha- so we have to like, in order to get there, we have to alchemize or transmute our fear-based energy into love regarding every single thing and everyone and every situation, anything that has energy, which is every single thing, you know, you have, we have to um, transmute our fear-based energy regarding that into love. The twin flame journey is um, doing that regarding yourself. So the twin mm-hmm. flame shows you that within yourself and you, and you, and you know, your twin flame is yourself on the soul level. So um, you transmute your fear-based energy regarding yourself. Out with everything else, you know, eventually after the twin flame journey, or, I mean, you could do it before, but you know, you have to do it with everything and everyone else as well. Yeah. Mm. And so that's what alchemy is. It's basically transmuting. We call it balancing actually, because you know, mm. it is the push and the pull and, and, and the polarity. So we like balance it, make it neutral. Um, but whatever you want to call it, it's, it's, that's what, that's what alchemy is. It's taking the fear and, you know, transmuting it into love. Hmm. That's awesome. It feels like a superpower. Like you just want to take the, the chi of it, like Qigong and like take fear and like transmute it to love. How old are your kids now? Um, they are 14 and 11. Oh, cool. I have a 10 year old and seven year old. So, oh, good. You yeah. Know, same, same difference in age. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close. Two years, nine months. Yeah. So uh, what is the divine truth of creation? Um, that's like, remember when I said how we're all created, we all have a twin flame. And that's um, what it is. So it ties into that. Right. That is the divine. Yeah. That everyone oh, okay. Has. Got it. I see. Yeah. Okay. So since this podcast is called Zen success, what does that mean to you? Zen success. That's a good, good question. Um, I think that it means to me, it would be more like with your purpose, like when you, when you attain a sense of Zen, 
or um, peace. I call it um, your soul feelings or <laughs> whatever you want to call it. You know that the Zen um, that just being there. Um, I don't know. It, it enables you to uh, reach your success, which would be like your purpose and your passions. And you know, again, it's synonymous with abundance and joy and peace and love. And so I think that's, that's then success is, is the more you can hang out in that space, the more you will experience all of those things. Oh, I love it. I, I love the way you just said it so effortlessly and so simply. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you and hearing about all of your prolific writing and how you help others connect with their twin flame. I'll put your website, how to buy your books and connect with you on the show notes and much Zen success on your journey. Thank you so much. Lots of love. That's it for today's episode of Zen Success. Head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to shows. Zen Success is also available on the radio in select markets through amfm247.com. Subscribe to the show and share with friends. Be sure to head on over to zensuccessshow.com to help you on your Zen Success journey. And join us on the next episode. May you find your own Zen Success in life.